Football on Off The Ball With Sky Get more of the sports you love on Sports Extra With BT Sport and Premier Sports You are very welcome back We are joined as always on this Thursday evening By Republic of Ireland legend John Giles John how are you getting on? I'm good Will thanks How are you? Yeah I'm good I mean looking forward to this last day of the Premier League season on Sunday There could be a few more twists and turns around the relegation zone tonight uh, with the fixtures that are due to be played but in theory at least and it didn't seem that this might be the case a few weeks ago we've got the Premier League title race going down to the last day the race for the top four and also relegation all in play for this weekend so you know there's something there for everybody this Sunday John Yeah it's it's not usual, Will, as we know, you know, to go to the last match for the relegation and and the champ- and the, <laughs> the Premiership as well. You know, it, it's an unbelievable city. We know it at home, uh, and uh, Liverpool are also at home against uh, who the guy? They've got Wolves. Wolves, and it's Aston Villa yeah. making the trip to Man City. So, yeah. in theory, John, two games that the top two who dropped so few points, we have to go back to last weekend for a bit of a surprise with West Ham against Man City, and Liverpool dropping points a couple of Saturdays ago against Spurs. But generally, you've got two teams who are tracking to be in the 90 points at the end of the season. With the consistency that you have with Liverpool and Man City, you kind of expect them to win every week. But the final day of the season can bring its own nerves, and potentially we could have an entertaining final day if... Aston Villa or Wolves can make it tricky for one of the top two? Well, you're absolutely right, Will, because these games, I thought City uh, were down and out at half-time at West Ham and they did extremely well to come back and missed a penalty, as we know, to get that extra two points, which could be vital, as we we know. Uh, But Liverpool have been very, very good. I mean, I think what Klopp did the other day against uh, Southampton was very, very brave for the position that they were in. I mean, he left what, five or six of the top players out and still won the game and deserved to win it. Uh, but it takes a bit of nerve to do that, Will, I can tell you, because if he loses that game, he'd be blamed by the Liverpool supporters for, despite everything that he's done. But they won and won well. But it was, it was a big move for him to keep the players fresh because they have had a lot of matches uh, coming, coming to the end now. And, I, and I'd say... I'd say there'd be better odds on Liverpool uh, winning at the weekend than Man City winning at the weekend, Will, to be honest. Yeah, because naturally, John, coming off last week, not ideal for Liverpool, having to go all the way to penalties, energy-sapping kind of match on Saturday evening against Chelsea. OK, ultimately, they lift the trophy, which I'm sure is a yes. lift and adrenaline to get them through to Tuesday. But also then for Mo Salah to pick up the knock, for Virgil van Dijk to be out, probably quite a few of their players not in the best of Nick going into Tuesday. Liverpool had to go deep down into their squad, like Minamino, the former Southampton player from Lone last year, yes. uh, coming up with a very important goal for them. If Liverpool are going to do the quadruple, they have to be able to drop into their squad and maybe rotate a bit over the next week or so because they won't obviously have their very best team out for the Champions League final. But perfectly understandable that some of those players are going to be fatigued and tired with just the sheer amount of games they've played in recent weeks. Yeah, well, they won't. Funny enough, they'll have a bit of a break. You know, having having done what he did on the, the weekend against Saints, it does give them a bit of a break uh, now. Uh, Will you know? Like, just what if they got two or three games to go? Two games to go. Two last two trophies and potentially after they play on, on Sunday when is the, the, the Champions League final Champions League final is a Saturday afterwards so they'll have a full, yeah, so have a full six week days so yeah. I think, I think the, the crucial one was, was the, the last one against Saints to give a player the players a rest at that particular day uh, and then it gives them all the team all the squad a break up to next week so that should be perfect for them 
The same with City. I mean, City, City will, will, will have not, won't have a game until next weekend. But I think I, I think uh, City's match will be more difficult uh, than the Liverpool match. Because even, like, aside from... Th- there is the factor with Steven Gerrard, who I'm sure would much prefer Liverpool to be lifting the trophy as opposed to Manchester City come six o'clock on Sunday. You've also got Philippe Coutinho, who's got his, uh, you know, links back to Liverpool. But this Aston Villa team as well, yeah, they're a pretty decent side. Like, this is not a gimme for Man City in any way. I think a lot of people probably felt after City came back last Sunday, that's probably the Premier League title race wrapped up. But Aston Villa won't be an easy opponent to roll over at the Etihad on Sunday afternoon, which no. is live here on News Talk as well. Yeah, definitely. I think Liverpool, on, on paper, uh, have the easier game on Sunday. Because, as you say, Gerard. I mean, Gerard. Uh, I don't think he ever won the league at Liverpool. So this could be a, a big chance for him to help them win it uh, this year. And they are a steady side, a hard side to beat. Uh, but anyway, I mean, City have done remarkably well, uh, uh, well, there's no doubt because if you look, like they haven't had an out-and-out striker, and I think they've scored more goals than Liverpool. They have better, yeah, they have a better goal difference going into this weekend. Yeah, amazing, too. really, you know. But uh, like they, they were trying to get Harry Kane, who, uh, who probably would have scored about thirty goals from I would imagine mm. uh, this season, but it didn't happen. But to, to do without a, a really, really top-class striker has, has been remarkable. So it's, it's a great end to the season. There's no doubt the chase between Liverpool. And Manchester City. The impressive thing about Manchester City in many ways is that it could easily have derailed for them after that defeat against Real Madrid in the Champions League, particularly the nature of it, where 89 minutes gone, John, they're pretty sure they're going to Paris and they're going to the Champions League final. We all know the rest of the story where Real Madrid come back and win. Yes. City could have had a hangover from that and it could have disrupted their form. Even when they were 2-0 down against West Ham at the weekend, though, you got the feeling that yep. the City team have got it in them to fight back. And realistically, after a good second half performance from them, Riyad Mahrez scores that penalty the title race is probably put to bed at least it was saved and for us neutrals it means that we actually have something to look at this weekend oh yeah yeah, it was huge uh, doing, doing what they did and uh, I, I think the, the previous match at Wolves they won 5-1 there I think uh, uh, well you know so they've made a, a remarkable recovery from the the uh, the Champions League uh, semi because it was a big shock to them I mean it looked like they had the match won didn't happen that's football uh, but they, they've, they've hit back pretty well. So it should put, that should give them a good spirit going into the last match. It should do. Uh, I mean, it, it is in their own hands, which is a good, obviously a good thing. Like Liverpool have to win and depend on, on City drawn, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. So it is in their own hands, but it'll be a difficult match for them, definitely. You mentioned Harry Kane could have been a Manchester City player, but the deal couldn't be found last summer. It looks increasingly like Harry Kane is going to be at Spurs and probably playing in the Champions League next season too because Man City have opened the checkbook to bring in Erling Haaland and that deal has been completed before the season is even completed. And Tottenham, realistically, John, should go to Norwich and win on Sunday. Really, their place in the top four was secured with that fantastic performance this day last week when they beat Arsenal at home. Tottenham should be qualifying for the Champions League, which is a big achievement for Antonio Conte when you consider where they were when he took over earlier this season. He has already proven himself before he came back to uh, to, to England, uh, and uh, you know he's been a top-class manager. I mean, the last time he was in England with Chelsea, two seasons he won the league and the cup in the two seasons, and his record all, all, all over his career has been amazing. Uh, and if, if you look what he's done, uh, he, he, he's brought a couple of players in all right, but no no big big signings, uh, and got them playing him. That's what good managers do. Uh, well, 
know, the longer they have the players, the more they improve, and and they're a top class side. I mean, their performance at Liverpool was excellent. I know, I know, Klopp was was complaining uh, immediately after the match, and then then the next day he, kept, he rolled back a bit to say that that's not the way to play football, and uh, but that's the way uh, Spurs have to go about the job. I mean. It, I mean, Conte doesn't have the players that uh, Klopp has, but what he has to do, like all managers, is do the best that he can with the players at his disposal. And you can see it in the matches since he's gone there. You know, they're very good at the back, and they're, they're, they're a team. They have a good spirit about them, and that's what good managers do. And that's what he's done there. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, they've got a bit of Conte steel, and then you look at Kulisevsky coming in and Bentecourt, and some of these players that just boosted out their squad a little bit. P that Matt already got injured because he was in such a good run playing as a right wing back under Conte before that. But even Emerson Royal, who'd been very much out of form, has been able to just step in and play the last few games. And look, it's going to be at Arsenal's expense, John, that they take that top four spot from, unless there's a remarkable turnaround on the final day. Because I don't see Spurs dropping points against Norwich to play Arsenal back into the top four. Arsenal must have known when they were coming off the pitch at Spurs last week that it was fairly perilous getting into the top four and then they lost earlier this week to Newcastle as well. Um, it's quite a slip-up by Arsenal when they were in a very strong position, John. They'd won three games in a row before that. They were looking really good. And now they've lost two games at the worst possible time. And really, their discipline was a big issue against Spurs, which came back to cost them with suspension against Newcastle too. Yeah, well, you, you hit the nail on the head there, uh, uh, because it's all about discipline. Uh, as far as uh, Everton are concerned, because even after the match against Spurs, uh, Mick, Mick, uh, Arteta uh, was going on about the, the decisions on the day. Well, you know, what, what I could see, but the, the decisions were, were absolutely right. Uh, I mean, the, 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 the player was sent off, uh, Holding, was it Holding? Yeah. Was sent off after, he, he must have made about four bad tackles on Son before he got booked and then sent off. And then I think Cedric, was Cedric the, the right-back who gave the penalty away? Cedric gave away the penalty, which well, seems I mean, totally needless. From, from what I could see, it was a definite sending off and it was a definite penalty. But when Arteta was given the aftermatch uh, 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 to, to, the, to, to the television, uh, he was going mad about the penalty and he was going mad about the sending off. Now, Arsenal have had problems before. I mean, Xhaka, as we know, is, 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 is dreadful. And Gabriel, the centre-back, is, is also is another one who gets a lot of bookings. So the first thing he has to do there, and he's the manager, is to, is to stop this indiscipline. He can't be making excuses because all that will happen, happen to him is it'll happen again and again and again. So the first thing is no good giving out about the referees if his own players are doing what they have been doing. Uh, now he's got a lot of young players as we know mm. and they're very very good players but uh, you have to get the discipline right and then they had the, uh, uh, like Spurs beat them well and I think Newcastle beat them well as, as well Will so he's got a lot to do it looks like Spurs are going to get the, 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 the Champions League place which is a big big disappointment for Arsenal in the way they've gone up to now but discipline has let them down in a big way and I think if the discipline was right they would have made the Champions League 
yeah, Grant Jacket was talking about that attitude after the Newcastle game as well. He was saying that you might have young players, but it doesn't matter if they're 17 or 35, there are basic standards of application that are expected. And he was making the point that they weren't really going out to follow the tactics which they were meant to do against Newcastle. And a team who've been on an upper curve will catch you out in those cases. So Arsenal finish out their season uh, with a game at home to Everton. That could still have a lot to uh, bear on the Premier League race to stay up for next season. And one team is still going to drop down to the Championship, uh, which we'll talk about now in a moment. Of course, all of our football here on OTB is brought to you by Sky. You can watch every single Premier League game on Sky Sports, BT Sports and Premier Sports. Uh, tonight, we've got some games in the relegation race as well. Everton against Crystal Palace. That's at 7.45, coming up in a few minutes' time. You've got Aston Villa versus Burnley at 8. And also, you've got uh, Chelsea in action this evening too. So that could still have a bearing on what happens going into the final day. But John, your old side leads picked up what could prove to be a crucial point against Brighton with a very, very late equaliser last weekend. Now, Leeds still have to go to Brentford and get something this weekend to have any chance of staying up. But if they were to stay up, that very late goal last Sunday could prove crucial. Yeah, it could well do. Uh, funny enough, they, they, were, they were the only team that were in the relegation uh, race, we call it a race, uh, with Everton uh, th- themselves uh, and Burnley. Of those three teams, they were the only one to get a point, Will. Mm. And a crucial point at that, you know, Everton looked looked odds-on favourites to to win at home. It didn't happen. Uh, they got beaten. Uh, so it's it's well, Burnley were in a situation where they lost to a penalty again. Uh, the, the the manager, the, well, the, the manager at the moment um, for them was going mad about the penalty decision. You know, and I I, I don't know why. No, it's it's very hard for them when they see penalties given. Uh, and of course, when it goes to VAR, but the rules today state if you hand, handball the ball in the position that they did handball, it's a penalty. He was going mad afterwards about the referee, and I can I can imagine why because they're in a very very bad position, and the penalty went against them on VAR. Uh, and and the, the I mean, on the penalty, the rules today are the rules today, and what happened was a penalty. So they have a bit to do as well, Burnley, as we know. So it's going to be that's going to be a hot race at the weekend yeah. and tonight uh, to see who who gets avoids the drop. Yeah, it's going to be. The fingers tr- are crossed for the Eads, but I, I I'm not too sure about them really. Yeah, because on the face of it, look, maybe Burnley pick up points tonight. But you look at Burnley finishing off against Newcastle, who have finished the season really strongly, John. And even though the incentive might not be there about European qualification or they're not in relegation trouble. You even look at Brighton in recent weeks where they've been making a push up the table. If it's worth a couple of million quid, no matter where you finish in the season, Newcastle still have every incentive to go out and play well against Burnley this weekend. They're not exactly going to be on holidays because they'll want to finish this season strongly when a lot of those players are probably wondering at Newcastle whether they're going to be there beyond the summer because of the spending. They'll want to put in a big performance there. Oh, definitely. I mean, he's done a big job there, there's no doubt, at, um, at Newcastle. Definitely, Eddie Howe. He's done a big job. I know they spent a few ball, but they didn't spend millions and millions. Uh, but they ha- they have it going for them now. And of course, there's no doubt. I mean, they'll have they'll have a good few supporters travelling. Newcastle supporters, absolutely brilliant, as we know. Will they'll be going for it? They'll want to finish the season well, and they don't care who, care who they played. Like teams like that, not going to be easy on anybody else in the Premiership. They want the three points, and they want to finish as high as they possibly can. So it's a big match. For Burnley, there's no doubt about it. They've got a hard match away to Villa, uh, and and uh, those two home matches. You know, 
Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a very it, tricky it's finish. Difficult two matches. I know you're. The big... Leeds are the same. Uh, they've got one match to go. Well, as we know, mm. but Brentford did their stuff last week. You know, they got Ericsson, Christian, Christian Eriksson there, and he's he's been absolutely brilliant for them, as we know. So it's a very very difficult match uh, for Leeds. Mm. Definitely. I was just going to say on Eddie Howe I know you're a big fan we were talking after uh, he had left Bournemouth uh, with the very good job he had done there before it kind of soured last year and then we chatted about you thought Eddie Howe wasn't going to be out of work for long he considered the Celtic job last summer didn't take it then eventually became the Newcastle manager and Steve Bruce left earlier this season look he had some money to spend in January I think they spent around 70 million all in all a lot of that going on Chris Wood who proved to be quite important in keeping them up Newcastle have a decision to make now John they're going to reinvest money in the summer when they're able to do so they know that their Premier League status is there so maybe they can be a bit looser with the cash is Eddie Howe the right guy to keep around if you consider the good form that Newcastle have had in the second half of the season do you but, think he's well, going to be kept on? Only, yeah, well you can only judge him on what he's done and when he took over Newcastle I mean they were, they were in a very very difficult situation and to finish as he has done, I know he spent a few bob, but not that much. You'd have to go with him. Uh, well, you know, like his record at, at, uh, at uh, what's, what's his previous club? Bournemouth. Bournemouth was, was excellent, you know. I mean, he wasn't spending any money down there. And he kept him in a good position for a few seasons and eventually went down. And it was, that was inevitable, I think. But to do what he's doing at Newcastle in the short spell that he's been there has been excellent. There's no way that they'd be looking for anybody else at this stage. He's, 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 he's done what they wanted him to do in a big way. They don't, they're way, way, way up the table, Will, as, as you know. Uh, they're not even... Usually when you're taking over a club like that, they just about avoid relegation. That, has, that hasn't been the case, as we know. They're, they're more than halfway up the table. I think he's done a fantastic job. And he's got that, that, that great supporters behind him. I think there's no doubt that uh, the, the new owners there at Newcastle should back him now in the summer and, and, and that'd be a team to watch mm. It just goes to show as well John the pressure what it causes with the decisions that teams make Like if you think back to only about a month ago when Leeds decided to part ways with Marcelo Bielsa and bring in Jesse Marsh and Burnley uh, getting rid of Sean Dyche after such a long time in charge and the ups and downs that Burnley had uh, during his tenure too probably you know, both decisions will probably be judged by where those teams finish up on Sunday at around ten to six. Like if if Leeds or Burnley go down, it looks like a bad decision to have changed manager. But if they stay up, their board will probably feel totally justified. This well, is Premier League not, football for yeah. you, isn't it? That's all about staying up now. It's staying up, definitely, definitely. I mean, the the, the Bielsa was very very popular at Leeds, as you know, with with the supporters, very very popular. Uh, and uh, I think if they go down. The, the reaction from the supporters if they stay up Jesse Marsh will be the hero mm-hmm. that's, how, that's how much it means to all these clubs to stay in the premiership is, is huge for them I mean even, even Everton I mean Everton are still in, still in trouble uh, and, and they're a big club you know a very very big club tradition great tradition and that but that's the way it goes if, if whoever goes down is going to be the villain there's no doubt about that Potentially, like it's a huge problem for Everton if they go down because their players don't have release clauses for relegation. They were aiming to be much further up the table than being in a a fight for relegation going into the last weekend. They've also got some players who are on quite high wages. Uh, they're in financial fair play trouble if they go into the Championship too. So maybe they've got the most to lose of the clubs that are at the bottom. They've got two games to save their hide, including the match against Crystal Palace, which is just about getting underway now. 
Everton have to get a result over these next two games, John, to have any chance of staying up. And realistically, they shouldn't have got back into this because a few weeks ago, Everton got a great result against Chelsea. Looked like there was enough of a gap between them and Burnley and Leeds to be okay. And as you say, Brentford last week, they would have been expecting to win at home against the Brentford team who had very little to play for. But those nerves and yips seem to have hit Everton a little bit going into the closing stages too. And that pressure of trying to stay up seemed to catch up with them last Sunday. Yeah, well, they had they had done well. I, I thought I were, thought they were all John to beat uh, Brentford, but Brentford were very good. And again, they had a player sent off. I don't think that was lack of lack of discipline with the young player running back. I think he he, he didn't mean to, to to trip the player up, or he went off. Uh, but the, the the second sending off, what was the lad's name in that would have? Uh, anyway, the, the, yeah, I remember the second player was sent off, but again, it was like the game went entirely against them. If they had, totally. I mean, they kicked somebody, and it was a, a direct sending off. I mean, this is lack of discipline. You can't do things like that uh, in, in in matches like that. So they were reduced to nine men, mm-hmm. which gave Brentford a better chance. I mean, ten men was bad enough, uh, but they were in a bit of form. Everton, I thought it was, I, I thought it was only a matter of playing Brentford to win it and stay out of trouble. But as we know now. They're in big trouble, same as everybody else is in at Leeds and and and, and Burnley. They're in big, big trouble. Uh, and anything can happen, as, as you know, as we all know in football. Will you know it could be everything going down for a club of that size and and and, and the potential that they have and the history. Uh, it's remarkable. Yeah, particularly as I'm at Everton and get ready to move into their new home and everything that comes around the uh, financial costs of dropping down to the Championship it would be a huge blow for them if they don't get a result over the next couple of games. Um, just to finish up or uh, look ahead to the final weekend, John Manchester United were probably going into the Europa League realistically. It would take a bit for West Ham to get ahead of them. Manchester United uh, rounding off their campaign this weekend away to Crystal Palace where they should be expected to get a result. No gimmies on this one. For Manchester United, I would think, John, it's just a case of getting to the summer now. Their new manager, Eric Ten Hag, coming into the club and they'll just want to almost put the season behind them and prepare for next year. And probably a summer of change on the transfer market with players likely to come in and out. The most important thing for them is to not drop into the Conference League on Sunday. Yeah, well, you wouldn't know what's going to happen there. Uh, I mean, it's been a mess for a long time at Manchester United. Uh, you know, and, and the interim manager coming in has been anything but a success. So, uh, they've a lot to do uh, in, in the new manager will 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 have a lot to do there's no doubt about that and this, this season they just got to write off it's not there there's nothing there's not, they, 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 they've been a very dreadful season so the new manager or Manchester United supporters certainly have to look now to the new manager for him to do it because uh, they've been a mess for a few seasons now and this season has been worse than ever mm just the case of getting there Eric Ten Hag has already come into the club I think he's going to the game at the weekend and he begins work officially on Monday he's got a big job ahead of him John we'll let you go and enjoy tonight's football thanks a million for joining us on the show thanks Will Football on Off The Ball with Sky all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports BT Sport and Premier Sports